You're listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via thebridgechicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. I try to help people, but how do I know if I'm really making a difference? Let's get into it. Sing 
with you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Let's do this. Also joined by the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. I get by with a little help from my co-hosts. Legally wow. distinct from that heavily copyrighted song by notably litigious musicians. <laughs> we well, are going to answer a question this week. This came to the bridge loud at gmail.com where you're welcome to write in your questions. This week, our question says, I try to help people, but how do I know if I'm really making a difference? And Glenn, uh, it does happen every week on the show, but I feel a question that we are uniquely qualified to answer. Yeah. Because our day job is working with folks who need a lot of help and know that. Yeah. Folks come out of jail, come out of addiction, gang backgrounds. We do a lot of trying to help them, but I think we felt this exact way, right? Well, for sure, yeah. It can be uh, discouraging to try and help people. Uh, people. You know, when you care about somebody, you want to do anything you can to help them improve. And as you point out, we work with people who really, really need it. Uh, and if you become almost uh, uh, staggered by how hard it is to help some people. Uh, I mean, it's hard when they want to help and when they're ready to move on it. But some people are pretty tough to bless, yeah. you know, and it's, you have to uh, do what you can to get out of being that kind of person. We've certainly learned that uh, about ourselves. Uh, but I think we can get into, unfortunately, sort of a cynical attitude of uh, these people don't really want help and I don't really want to give it to them because you don't see that immediate success. I think that's a really, really important point here. And Jed, I'd love to get you to pick us up there because that idea of, well, it's not, I, they nobody changed their life totally today based on the good advice I give them. So it's probably impossible and I should just go live in the woods. Right. We've all felt that. Sure. And, you know, if we could broadcast from the woods, would we? Probably. Yep. But how do we maybe uh, come down from that to something that's a little more, a little more actionable? Well, that's a good question. Just like Len is saying, a certain amount of discouragement makes sense. Um, a certain amount of cynicism, it tracks. It, it really does. But the cynicism doesn't lead anywhere. And the funny thing about cynicism is that even though it, it feels really true, it's actually not an accurate reflection of reality. And I can prove it to you. So if you think about your own life, I am sure you have at least a couple moments where somebody else helped you. You needed a hand, and somebody else was there for you. Maybe that's in small ways. Maybe it's in bigger ways. And that could have been someone you're related to. That could have been a friend or a teacher or, or a pastor or something. But somebody's helped you in your life. I bet that's true, even a little bit, even a few times. Well, then you know from experience it is possible for help to occur. It is possible for one person to reach out and help another human being. So even though we've got these moments that feel like they didn't work where we're trying to help other people, we know that's not the whole story because we've received help in our own lives. So there must be a bit of a give and take on this. And that really, I think, leads to the question we need to look at, which is as we're trying to help other people, how do we make sure that we're doing that in the way that can work? How do we do that in the way where someday that person can look back to their own life and say, yeah, you know, people have been there for me when I really needed it. I think it's a great point, and we really should uh, maybe close out by saying, we, again, we totally relate to that kind of feeling of being a little discouraged, maybe a little cynical. But we also, because we do this for a living, because we've been doing this for a long time, we know the huge impact that even a little thing can have. We know how good it feels to do that. We want that for you. We know God wants that for you. And we'll talk about that when we come back right here on The Bridge Loud.
joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. You know, it's still a little bit cold here in Chicago. I think the moving to the woods needs to wait a couple months. Yeah. Well, that does seem fair because it, it, so many pelts to carry, really. <laughs> mm. Also joining us, the producer of the show, Jed Brewer. First murder. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. A, a, a bold a bold progressive stance that you don't know hear on rock radio. Yeah, you're welcome. That's interesting. We're here to answer the question that came to the bridge lot at gmail.com. This week's question says, I try to help people, but how do I know if I'm really making a difference? And Glenn, and we did a lot of looking at that last segment about kind of the difference between making a difference and feeling like I'm making a difference. Yeah. And maybe how not being that second thing can really lead to a lot of negative feelings on our end. How do we continue to navigate that? Well, for sure. You know, if you... You know, save someone from a burning building. If you're a brain surgeon and you, you know, do a surgery and save somebody's life, you, you know you've done something. If, if you were a brain surgeon, you probably wouldn't put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did a, a good surgery. <laughs> I was going to make it. I rooted around in there and <laughs> dug, dug some stuff out. It, well, it went real well. You know. Okay. Yeah. So there's you know, you 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 know you made a difference if you've done those kinds of things, but. 
the deep, uh, important inner change that takes place in people's lives, that takes time. Yeah. It takes time for that to work out. You might plant a seed, but it might take a long time to bear fruit. And I think it, if you doubt the the truth of that, maybe spend some time thinking about how many people have made a huge difference in your life that you never really told them that mm. or what they said that made a difference. Yeah. I think that's a really good point. And, Jed, I think that's also an important thought experiment Blend gives us there because there's a way that we all uh, conceive of how I'm going to help somebody. Yeah. And it really is all a version of the burning building thing because it's yeah. big action. Either I'll tell them the smart thing or I'll give them the thing they need and then they're off. Boom. They do it. No no problems, no hiccups, no, no issues. It's really not the way helping anyone works. But that doesn't mean we're doing bad at that, right? Not at all. Look, one of the most important forms of help you can give another human being, and it's actually one you're qualified right now to do today, is encouragement. Now, the thing about encouragement is it doesn't work very well as a thousand pounds of encouragement, and I'm going to give it all to you today. That, that doesn't really work. That doesn't do very much. Encouragement is at its best a little bit every day. If you've got someone and you believe in them and you think they need some encouragement, the best way to do that is a little bit of encouragement, but it's a steady drip like from an IV. It's just it's just nonstop. You can't get away from it. By definition, that's going to take a long time to do anything. That's okay. That doesn't mean that you're doing a bad job of encouraging That's how that kind of help works. The help they need is encouragement. Encouragement requires a long time to bear fruit. It requires a long time to look like something. You know, when we move to the woods to broadcast, we're around trees. Bamboo can grow three feet in an hour. This is a true thing. Uh, Whereas cedar trees grow about an inch every 40 years. One of those is not better than the other. They're just different, man. They're very, very different. If you judge the cedar by the bamboo or vice versa, you'll feel like it's all, you know, a huge mess. It's not like that. What we need is to be able to tell the difference between help that's slow but working versus help that's just actually not doing anything. Look at that. We come back right here on The Bridge Lab. I read the other day. The spirit of a man will sustain his infirmities. But I won't respect
Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. We're going to need a really long extension cord if we're going to record in the woods. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we can figure it out. Also joining us, producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer. Get some of that sweet wireless power everybody's talking about. Oh. Yeah, like, fancy. Like a Tesla thing. Yeah. Wow. Standing to be powered by Tesla coils and broadcasting on Cedar FM, the Bridge Loud. But for now, we're going to continue to answer questions that came into the Bridge Loud at Gmail. Dot com. This week's question says, I try to help people, but how do I know if I'm really making a difference? And Glenn, uh, we closed that last segment out with Jed, I think, giving us a very good point about uh, how really he- things that really help people can be small things, can be, uh, you know, uh, things that don't have a huge amount of energy and don't just have a whiz-bang effect out front. So with that in mind, how do we go about looking to be good at this? Well, for us, as you mentioned before, we work with gang members. Uh, we go down to the jailhouse, and you walk in there, and everybody in this room needs a lot of help. And, yeah. and it's just you and them and that sort of thing. And they need uh, – this help is for problems that are way, way deep, right? So in those situations, you start trying to figure out, okay, I have to start somewhere. I have to, to filter all this somehow. The first thing you do to, to kind of begin to sort that is to say, who here is the most ready to receive mm-hmm. help? That's going to give me a chance to be a lot more effective right away. So we look for those easy wins. We look for those who's, who's if I had to talk this guy into taking my help, forget about it. You know, he, he's just not ready. Meanwhile, this other guy's ready. Why, why don't I just focus on that and move that forward? I think that's a fantastic point. And, Jed, so for someone who is not at the jailhouse, yeah, which, you know, is a, I've, I've done both. It's preferable to not be at the jailhouse. Really. I recommend it. So, but where, does, where might one find those easy wins in their own everyday life? Well, you know, I think the easiest way to find them is to look for people who are already, in a sense, helping themselves in, in that they're already trying to improve their own situation. So maybe you've got a job and there's a dude where he's got a he's one of your coworkers and bless his heart, he's got to bicycle to work. He's got to ride his bike to get there, but he's doing it. He's hanging in there. That would be a great guy to say, man, can I give you a ride to work? You know, it's not too far out of my way and I'd be happy to do it. And, you know, maybe we can you know split the gas money or something. But, you know, could it? Could I offer you that help? 
It's a smart investment of help because this is a dude who's already in the motion of making things better. He's already trying to move stuff forward, which means he is almost certainly looking to improve things. He's almost certainly looking for some help that will make that process better. And this doesn't mean that we don't care about people who aren't ready yet. It's just a prioritization structure. As soon as we run out of people who are ready to receive help, we'll worry about the people who aren't sure that they're ready to receive help. What we can tell you from doing this work for a long time is it's going to take a long time to run out of people who are ready to receive help. So it's actually not a worry. So we love everybody, but we want to make smart investments of help and start with people that are really ready to receive it today. A great point. We'll pick up right there when we come back right here on The Bridge Loud. I've always
Hey, this is Glenn from the Bridge Loud. Maybe you're listening right now and you're thinking, none of this good news applies to me because I've made mistakes and I've got a record. Well, you know what? No problem. We work every day with people who have been and sometimes still are behind bars. We know how to work with that and we ain't scared. Email us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com. That's thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We know you have struggles. We believe in you, and we want to help. We're back with you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. I think uh, probably we'll have to learn to, to forge for, for berries and, and edible uh, ferns. Sure. sure. No, that's the woods. That, that's what, that's, I do that anyway, just here in the city. Oh, it's, okay. They're harder to find, to sure. be fair. Also joining us, the producer of the show, Jed Brewer. You know it goes well with berries? Some nice grubs. Oh. Yeah, it's a delicious grub. We are continuing to answer the question that came into the bridge lot at gmail.com. This week's question says, I try to help people, but how do I know if I'm really making a difference? And when we move to the woods to broadcast, as is clearly our plan once things warm up, we're certainly going to eat some berries, some grubs, maybe, you know, some, some certain kind of edible barks that yeah. we boil down. You're talking about a grub salad. Yeah. No doubt. And But you know what's going to make that fine is we're also going to take a big vat of secret sauce. The secret sauce. So, Glenn, we mentioned uh, our day job that we've all been doing for a while, and you, you for the longest, is helping people who need a lot of help. And yeah. there's a lot of them in this room. Yeah, yeah. So what is maybe some more uh, tips and tricks on finding out a way to do that that really makes a difference? Well, I think it's really important if you're listening to this and you have a desire to help to recognize that, that God is pleased with you. No he, doubt. He likes your heart to, to want to help in that way. That's a cool thing to, to be thinking about, that God really is smiling on you and your heart and your desire to help. I might su- submit to you that God may have put that desire there in the first place. So that's a connection that you share with him, and that's a, that's a you know part of him moving you forward. If you know nothing about God, if you're completely lost and, and, and don't have any sense of a connection there, I think you, you may have discovered one in sure. that, in, in your desire to, to help. Uh, God also wants to uh, help you figure that out and, and make that a real and, and uh, manifest it. Uh, as part of that, I would encourage you as well to look at uh, other people who are doing stuff uh, and be a help to them and, and participate in that way. Uh, but either way, God respects and, and loves your heart to want to do that. I think that's absolutely right and a great point because one of the ways that t- really taking on board what Glenn has told us there will make things easier and take some stress off you is if what God wants from you is to want to help people, to be looking for opportunities to do that, then the making it work out part is up to him. Uh, to use Jazz's example from earlier, if you see someone who they just got a job, place you work, and it's cold out, and they're trying to ride the bus or they're riding a bike or whatever, and you say, hey, you know, we're going to the same place, we live pretty close, How would you like a ride? I'd be happy to do that. Even if they say, no, I'm fine, that's not a failure on your part. No. Or if you... Uh, give them a ride a couple of days and they end up having some kind of trouble and, you know, something happens, they lose the job. None of that's on you. You saw an opportunity. You went for it. God sees that. God wants to encourage you in that and give you the credit. Making the big picture things work out is up to him. So success for those of us who are looking to help people looks like being willing and looking for those opportunities. We know that those are the kind of people who listen to The Bridge Loud and we will see you right here next week. 
All right, that's our show. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on The Bridge Loud. And let us know, are you ready to join the Bridge Loud tribe? We know you've got talents. Maybe you can scream or play the guitar or make a super cool graphic. Love it. Reach out to us at thebridgeloud at gmail.com and tell us what you do. We want your talents and gifts as a part of the Bridge Loud, so don't be shy. Let us know, thebridgeloud at gmail.com. We love you, God loves you, and there's nothing you can do about it.